All right, ready to play um, another round of America's favorite game show? Guess what's in a Wes's drink tonight? Ooh, do 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 do. Uh, let me let me see. I am going to guess that my nigger Wesley has oh uh he has a nice uh a nice red wine. Well, if you guess red wine, ladies and gentlemen, you are wrong as fuck. That's this evening. Wesley <laughs> is drinking on that dirty, dirty brown liquor known as Hennessy. Oh. Oh, it's sweet. Yeah, uh, I forget. It is it's Friday. Like it's Friday. So I'm up to all the stereotypes. Hey, man, I, that's real shit. I've been so delirious the last couple of days. I forgot what fucking day it is. But it is motherfucking Black History Month and it's biz naive. Uh, so I feel like it's only right that today we should probably honor Lil Scrappy. Um, KKK. Was he shouting out the clan? Look. Questions that need answers. <laughs> you know. <laughs> was that, was that, was that, was you know, I never. I, <laughs> I never, I never truly thought about that, but who knows? Is well, is, uh, is little scrappy? Is little scrappy really an op? I was going to say, like, uh, look for, look forward to my column. Is uh, did little scrappy do the first dog whistle? <laughs> like, uh, like all these. Uh, first of all, what's up with all these motherfuckers in Virginia? Like, is it just a like? Is it a, a rite of initiation that everybody had to take a, a fucking clan photo while they was in college? Yeah, that's, everybody that's who's elected to office. That's a fact. Like the majority of my uh, of my family lives down in Virginia and like in like the back in the woods and them. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 literally not surprised at all about any of the news that's come out of Virginia or the news we're gonna hear coming out of Virginia in the near future. But speaking of, of all that, did you see the latest news from a friend of the podcast, Candace Owens? Uh, you know, I I I, I Loki had her dialed up for my L of the week, but you you can let that shit fly right now. Go ahead. That I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to step on your toes, but uh, <laughs> she said, <laughs> I got to figure out what, what, what even the conversation was about. I, I, but somehow, yeah. oh, they're oh, they talking about nationalism. Yes. And uh, she uh, said, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going try to try to try to humanize Hitler just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just, just a you tad. Know? Because he just, he was just, he was just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody says. So she said... <laughs> She said something along the line, Hitler was a national socialist, but if Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine. The problem was that he wanted, he had dreams outside of Germany. Dreams. Uh, dreams so, is the operative phrase. Dreams. Dream, <laughs> dreams and not genocide. Uh, <laughs> like, like, Bad dreams. She said, she said <laughs> if he would have stayed low... <laughs> It shocked the ground. Yo, been yo it's like a dream is to become an astronaut. A dream is to become a teacher. I, a dream is not to eradicate an entire race of people. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's just not funny, but it's like it's so fucking right. Wild. Like, first, it's so so outlandish that uh, you have why well, you 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 can't be serious right uh, now. You know, uh, for for, for the uninitiated, Candace Owens is essentially Black Tommy Lauren. Um, essentially, I it's hard to even throw black in front of her name, but she's just she's a fucking troll. She is a uh, a conservative troll who has done extensive work with Kanye West, by the way, and um, and uh, she basically she gets a lot of speaking engagement. She's really young. Uh, I guess some people think she's good looking. Um, to me, she kind of looks like a bobcat. Shout out to OU, uh, gang gang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but actually, that's actually very accurate. Goddamn, <laughs> spot on. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, and and she gets all these speaking engagements. She says his wild ass shit and and blah 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 and MAGA and everything else. But this, you know, humanizing Hitler. Um, basically, this takes the cake. Um, I'm gonna have to try to come up with another L of the week as the show goes on. But uh, that's how we. I'm sorry. No, no. That's how no, we start. No. Like that. That literally just came across hey, my time, and I, hey, I had to. We gonna start it. this you thing off to, right. This is some racism in the motherfucking house. Come on, uh, come on. Blood and soil, blood and soil. Oh, fucking blood and soil. Welcome, ladies and gents, to episode 18? 17? 18. 17? 18. 18. 18. 18. Really 17, but oh, it's man. 18. Oh, yeah, because uh, fuck 12. Fuck 12. You feel me? Uh, As always. Episode 18 of uh, Beware the L's podcast. Damn, my forehead is bumping, as Charlie Murphy would say. Um, <laughs> I am your uh, esteemed host, Uptown Ace Boogie. I just want to let y'all know, uh, y- your boy is dead in the motherfucking water. Uh, I can't, if you're yeah. not hearing that normal, uh, that normal vitality in my voice, you know, if I'm not spitting that uh, normal level of vitriol at uh, Aubrey mm. Drake Graham, it's because I'm happy. Mm. Uh, I truly feel like I have a sinus infection. That's what it feels like. I have not gone to the doctor yet because I'm black. Uh, but yes. um, yeah, not not feeling uh, not feeling two a one right now. But I had we had to get this podcast to y'all. So if I die while in in progress of recording this pod, I only have one. One minor request, and that's make sure, make sure that Boosie Collins speaks at my funeral. That's it. That's all I need. I'm gonna make that happen. That's it. I'm gonna make that happen, brother. For you, also, <laughs> that would definitely be a wild signal boost. If uh, I don't, I, the podcast I listen to, I ain't never had nobody die on the air. <laughs> kind, of, kind of fire. You might have to take one for the team for real. For real. Damn, do, I got, <laughs> I, I, do, I got, do I got to die for the clout? I got to die for the clout? Hey, man. <sighs> <laughs> do everybody do, do a lot of things for the cloud? Yeah, uh, shit. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, th- that's me right now. Uh, so I am the uh, one foot in the casket, uh, half of you were the ills on the other side. My boy, uh, ain't that Wes? Wes, talk to the people. Yeah, that's me. Uh, it's your boy, ain't that Wes? Wes, um, Tony Plush, um, young Niger. Um, I'm definitely shout out, shout out to the homie Austin playing hurt right now. Uh, blue game, blue game, blue, blue game right here. Uh, hopefully he doesn't um, hit on 19 and uh, <laughs> but almost 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 did a mirror right there. But I'm, I'm, I'm stopping myself. Yeah. We, are, we yeah. are looking for sponsors. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yes, yes, we are. We ain't uh, yeah, we we ain't there yet. Um, so uh, yeah, so Radio Shack, holla at your boy. Yes, sir. Um, Toys R Us, fuck with me. Uh, what, you, you um, know, they, they trying to bring it back and shit. You feel me? They trying, trying to get that. Sears, money. I think that's also about Sears being not bankrupt anymore. Uh, Come fuck with Sears. City Trends, City Trends, Lot Twenty Nine, Invest. No, <laughs> if you outfit the podcast with like Lot Twenty Nine jumpsuits, <laughs> if I pull up to the club in a Marvin the Martian hoodie, man, yo, we not listen. Listen, I'm not gonna let us get too deep in the lot 29 because then I'm gonna cough myself to death. All right, Man, but that's uh, all this podcast. This podcast is a deep. It's, 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 it's lot 29 paid us early. It's only worth lot 29 in every conversation. Uh, Jesus. But uh, man, uh, shout out to all of you um, who have continued to support and download and listen and rate and like and subscribe. Um, on SoundCloud and Apple Pods, uh, we do this for you, literally doing this shit right now for y'all. Yeah. Um, so continue, like I said, put that word out there, tell a friend and tell a friend. Um, you know, get us out there, put us over, get us out there to the 
to the correct uh the correct outlets and just you know give your boys a chance to shine you feel me hey if if, if we if we get a chance and if shit failed and you know niggas to go back to uh li- living menial lives and uh you know drinking hennessy five days a week but but shit works out give us a chance and it works then we're doing yeah. cocaine five times a week instead of henny you know what i'm saying you I, you can you please. can change our lifestyle all right i say please Help me cut down my lifespan. It's on you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to live till I'm 99 and just be shitting on myself. Can't talk. Can't, can't think. Right. I'm trying to go out at 45, maybe. So, so help, help me accomplish my goals. We in uh Calabasas by 2022, uh, dead by, I don't know, 2030. Uh, I don't know, man. Matt, listen, if if niggas was really out in Calabasas, I truly don't think we would make it to 2030. Of course, we'd be kicking it. With, of course, not. yeah. I, 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 I mean, just imagine who the fuck we'd be kicking it with. Basically, everybody but Chris Brown. So, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I mean, if he even throws to pull up, we might have to. Uh, like, boy, might, uh, might tell me I dress like Pootie Tang or something. <laughs> shout out, man! Shout out to Offset uh, and Chris <laughs> Brown's uh, random ass beef, which was started by uh, with the un- series of unfortunate events. I could literally see that man. Uh, 21 Savage on the cover of a uh, Lemony Snicket book right now. Um, (laughs) The biggest story of this past week, um, 21 Savage being a bloke. Uh, Slaughter gang in the Chamber of Secrets, you know. (laughs) Uh, For for those who uh, have been under a rock, um, the biggest news of Super Bowl Sunday was not the actual Super Bowl, which we'll get into a little bit later. But it was actually Sunday morning, man. Uh, once again, Trumpito and the gang had to come in and snatch all the spotlight away from the NFL and come to find out that ICE, um, who basically is the most notorious gang in the country now, uh, Trump want to talk about MS-13, but ICE, yeah. uh, ICE ain't playing in these streets out here. Uh, ICE putting in way more work than MS-13 is. Uh, we come to find out that ICE had uh, detained, uh, raided, arrested and detained 21 Savage on uh, illegal immigration charges, saying that he has been in the United States on an illegal with an illegal visa since 2006 and that he was actually from the U-fucking-K. When I say, when I say that niggas were floored out of everyone that you couldn't possibly imagine not being from where they're, they're actually from, you know, Deezus and Miro not being from New York out of, yeah. you know, fucking Snoop Dogg not being from Cali. It's, uh, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's all those. It's Barack Obama not being from Kenya. It's it's all those above. Like, <laughs> those people are from where they, those people represent what they're from. And, and you know that when you think in the first place, you first thing you think of when you think of people like that is kind of where they're from. And 21 is Atlanta. Atlanta is fuck. To his yeah. core. Reps Atlanta super duper hard. So uh, when we find out brothers from over in the UK, it's a little shocking. Uh, yeah, and you know, first and foremost, as you know, previously mentioned, automatically, uh, twenty one becomes the greatest British rapper of all time. Uh, it is slow. Easily. It is slow Easily. for gigs. It is slow. Skepta. For Skepta. Skepta. Uh, Tiny Tempa needs to go find a day job. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 it's. Just I, and and I was saying like you know ha ha laugh joke. Imagine man that nigga going back to getting deport actually getting deported, 
going over to the UK, having a show at like Royal Albert Hall or like Wembley Stadium or shit. He is the the actual Plantain Supernova. 21 Savage is the Plantain Supernova in the sky. That's him. That's him right there. Him doing, what is it, uh, uh, Glastonbury Festival? Yes. (laughs) Him doing that? Can you imagine? 21 (laughs) 21 and Paul McCartney? (laughs) Just getting it, putting on for uh, home team. Uh, the broad is mine. Yes, that's it. Uh, <laughs> uh, the John is mine. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, Shout is mine. Uh, oh God! Like it's just I don't know. And there's there's been two, there's been basically two camps in, in regards to this issue. Uh, there has been the memes and the jokes, which are hey, we gonna keep it a buck. Some of the funniest shit that we have seen on Twitter in a long time. Uh, oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, from ha- him having his shooters dressed in all red, the fucking That's why. the red coat, the red coat. <laughs> uh, from everything, Sir, Sir Savage the twenty first. Man, I just I mean, uh, talk about talk about bringing joy <laughs> to people's days with an unfortunate situation. And then yeah. there's the uh, third eye uh, decalcify your pineal glands. A black man is being Ooh, torn brother, away. You brother. Taking away him from his family because he's trying to rap. Um, Tell you niggas about Flint. But but stay stay motherfucking woke. But you know, I think you know me well enough to know <clears throat> where I fall uh, on this topic, and that is that black people. We talked about it on our last episode. Go check out episode seventeen in the vault, my niggas. Um, yep, yep, yep. We talked about old Twitter, uh, black Twitter, and being able to find humor in some of the most unfortunate situations not to make fun or to make light of a situation as offset took uh offense to with chris brown um I still, tough, that, tough stinger that nigga chris brown put his address on the ground, on the internet on the internet he told this nigga willingly this nigga this nigga offset first of all I, offset said what's the addy offset offset said what's the addy chris brown put it up there and that nigga Offset said, "You the you the cops, you twelve. Police. Like Police. It, it's 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 crazy because we have heard a lot of stories over the years about Migos not really being about that life, and essentially uh, growing up in nuclear homes, <laughs> having having <laughs> decent oh 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 mom and dad having ass <laughs> having decent childhoods, not really being about that trap bando life. Yeah, you know, ain't from Atlanta, they from Gwinnett, dog." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Offset's behavior in this Chris Brown uh, feud has definitely pointed to him not truly being about that life. The only yeah. life that Offset is about is impregnating as many women as he possibly can. Uh, he's, having a, he's having a good go at it. <laughs> but, um, you know, black people are able to find humor in these awful situations, and humor is how we get through shit. Um, have you ever specifically talked to the guys that are listening right now? Have you ever been in a a fucked up situation, one of your boys being in a fucked up situation? Literally, life is in shambles, and somebody still finds a way to crack a joke about it. For sure, yeah. No, that's the like you were speaking to earlier. Like the whole the black experience is, is not all all peaches and cream, it's not all roses and, and cupcakes. You know what I'm saying? So us, we've had to do this since goddamn slavery. Kind of, kind of make the best out of a fucked up situation. Yeah. So yeah, your homie's down bad. Yeah. Look at you, nigga. Ain't having no fucking job. Sitting at home all day ass, nigga. Oh, comfortable ass, nigga. 
Yeah, and, and I mean, and, and, and that's just, and and obviously, you know, it's not healthy for it always to be like that. Oh yeah, yeah but um, but but you know, I mean that that is um again that is part of black experience, and it it is it's a coping mechanism. It, that's, it, that's, it's, that's a perfect. That's what I'm saying. It's not a solution. At the end of the day, you are still whatever you're going through. You still need to find help. You know, therapy, some type of real emotional support. But you know, when it comes to stuff happening in you know in short succession or not having a, a a long time to process shit laughter is the way to go i don't care what nobody say especially as it's just a first reaction it's easy to just point fun and then do the problem <laughs> later but yeah so that, that's kind of what it was it was it was jokey jokes to be started off and then niggas realized like oh shit ice got this nigga and you see this yes. scene stories all this past year, ever since 2016, about how ICE is treating people and the situations that the people who ICE scooped up are kind of dealing with. So then it turned to a point where it's like, oh shit, this nigga might really be in trouble. But let me, like, he's going to be fine. This nigga's rich. Um, <laughs> worst case scenario, he's got to go back home to back home to the council estates. But, um, I, you know, it's still a tough situation for him yeah, to go. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, but he's got the full support of, you know, the black community, um, you know. And Hove, uh, you know, providing his legal team and everything else. Um, it is just, it is fucked up because, you know, ISIS essentially become an organized gang. Um, they are the most, right now, they're the most empowered law enforcement agency in the entire country. Um, in terms yep. of what they can do on U.S. soil, shit, they, they fucking with the FBI right now. It, it's gangland in that bitch. Um, it, it's gangland the Pentagon, my nigga. But um, it's uh, it's sad because what nobody worried about Twenty One Savage when all he talked about was killing niggas. Um, but as as soon yeah. and and as, as soon as soon as his message, he still talks about killing niggas. Let's not let's not get it twisted. Oh, oh <laughs> but as soon as his message uh has start changing slightly uh to speak more about community outreach and fiscal responsibility and um and you know real issues involving the black community as you mentioned flint um true measures of digging ourselves up out the hole that's when he get popped and you know you learn yeah. it, you know if you have any type of black studies education you learn about um the government's uh the government's systematic plan to uh destabilize the black community whether it was from AIDS or crack or uh, eliminating preventing all that uh, coin cointel pro shit cointel pro exactly uh, eliminating preventing the rise of the black messiah. Now I don't think anyone assumes that Twenty One Savage is the black messiah. Speak for yourself. But, Speak for yourself. But still, slaughter game. Um, he, he in some way he is clearly seen as a threat because that man has been in the United States for. 13, 14 years. This man has traveled internationally. This man what, cut, caught a felony. Caught a felony and didn't get deported. Oh, and didn't get deported. Yeah. Didn't get deported. And so either that speaks to kind of what you were speaking to earlier of the government being kind of, kind of out to get kind of successful black people with a different message, or it just speaks to the fucking ineptitude of our government that they can't fucking get people. Who, who are living on extended visas until they get to reach a certain point. So it's, it's a bad look either way for the United States. It's a bad look for 21 because he's in this situation. Absolutely. Um, um, 
bad look for the family. Yeah. But uh, initially, those, those jokes were, were, were quite, quite, oh, quite yeah. the giggle. But, but uh, you know, obviously, um, <laughs> thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Shout out to Bojack. Um, no, no, for real, all the love, all the support to 21. I mean, you know, regardless of how you feel about uh, the dude, he is, he looks like he, he comes off as somebody who's trying. Um, you know, he, he yeah. came from a certain background and he's doing everything he can to ascend, uh, to, you know, not, not necessarily right his wrongs, but, you know, to progress and grow, which is what we all trying to do. He is very active in all of his, his children's lives. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and ain't no reason for, you know, especially when he, you find out he applied for a visa in 2014 and his application has been pending for five years. So, Shout out to beer, beer you know. So, um, obviously, uh, you know, we gotta. This is one that we gotta stand behind. Um, and also, uh, someone else that we uh will have to stand behind is uh anybody who is uh opposing Demi Lovato. Uh, Hold on, real quick, real yeah. quick before we get into that. Yeah, yeah. It's a holiday. You didn't even tell me it was a holiday today. What's the, what? What's the holiday? It's, uh, I mean, it's it's Ken Akron Day. Is it? They on TV right now. Is it now? Ken Akron Day? Yeah. Listen, man, I am yeah. so I'm so far removed from this shit, man. I didn't even realize. Like, I really only tune in in March now. Man. I only tune in in March. Man, you got man, you got to see Ken, you got to see Akron Wolf our ass a few times, man. It's, it's a tradition. <laughs> man, I don't know. It's just it, it, bro. It's different. It's different. Like I was sitting here today, like sick as shit. Like, damn, you know what I could really use a workout to to you know try to get some of these fucking toxins out of my body. Damn, do you remember back in school when working out was just as easy as, hey, y'all feel like going to the wreck? Waking up, <laughs> getting on the loop or walking five minutes. Yep. Now it's, uh, you need a membership. And uh, if you want to bring one of your friends, you got to take care of that. And you got you to gotta pay your dues. And it's just like, fuck, man. Is it, if it's this hard to be healthy, just kill me now. Right. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm, I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta get with this calabasas move, man. But, it's not a flex to live long. That's a wild take. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna have to slow your roll on that one, Chief. That I'm one ain't a good it. Time, not a long time. Uh, but also, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Demi Lovato. Yeah. It's yeah, go ahead. It, it, it's fucked up because it's a situation like where it's like we can say nigga, but but y'all can't. And yeah. that's the thing we just you talked can, about. I, I, I can I can talk about my family all I want to, but the second you talk about my family, it's smoke. That's where, that's where we got to and, and, yeah. and that's basically what happened with Demi Lovato, who who you know all she did was post these Twenty One Savage memes are giving me life. And when I say the entire Black Twitter community was at her neck, they were at her fucking neck. Now, of course, it's Twitter, so they overdid it. They said, you yeah. know. Uh, why didn't you kill yourself the first time? Uh, you know, goddamn wild, It is, and then and then all the all the heroin jokes, uh, like the the Michael Jackson, um, <laughs> the Michael Jackson one. Uh, so many jokes about her overdosing, and you know, I wish you would have died when Sunny with a chance was still on, and all this wild shit. <laughs> Somebody yeah. said that. Yeah. Oh my. Y'all, y'all. I mean, that's crazy, man. I yeah, didn't... yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, we we have talked about Demi Lovato and you know her uh, as her sobriety on the show, 
and you know she's she's a she's a mental health advocate um so we always wish her all of the best in all of her endeavors um and i do in this case normally you know i am as uh you know and we black y'all and we black y'all and we blackity black and we black y'all i am as pro-black as uh, I don't want to say Hotep, but I am. I, I, <laughs> I am as conscious, you know, with these issues as they come. I do not feel that Demi Lovato deserved all the hate that she got. But this goes as a lesson to you, white people and uh, white Latinas and whatever the fuck Demi Lovato is. It ain't y'all. Relax. Relax. It ain't y'all business. It's not. Yeah. Like, I, like I, yeah. We went. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you in the same vein. Whereas, like, I mean, like, it's the internet, so pretty much anybody can almost joke about anything. But to the extent of that, black center wants to to kind of kind of fire her ass up was a tad bit yes, too far. Um, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so Demi, if you need to vent, uh, talk about Twitter or need to talk to anybody, please, my DMs are open. We can have open and honest conversation, and I will not pull out my dick until at least twenty five. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, that was also my L of the week. So, yeah, we've, we've cut, we've cut, we've cucked each other. It, yeah, it, I, wow, wow, this is uh, this is just quite cutthroat. Um, but you know, we should uh, you know, should have a little Super Bowl talk. Not too much. Okay, the game happened. Patriots won. Yes, uh, that was more exciting than than the actual yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, uh, all the drama uh, with Twenty One Savage was I was way more uh, was way more uh, enthralling than. The actual game itself. Uh, it was the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen. Uh, I hate Tom Brady. Uh, you know, I hate I hate everything that the Patriots and the city of Boston stands for. Um, uh, Jared Goff was see, not ready for the big time. What's up, G? See, for me, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really hate the Patriots. Hmm. Like to the point where I'm like, oh, they, like if I'm looking like all oh, these niggas make me mad. Like I'm just really like indifferent towards them. Like kind of like what they represent and kind of their fans are like wild dickheads. But like as as a team in itself, like Brady, Brady's cool. He's he, he's probably the greatest quarterback of all time. But I don't I don't he doesn't like elicit hate from me. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I feel you. Maybe I guess out. me um and you know our uh our good uh our good friend our close personal friend Dragonfly Jones um has had has had yeah. the opportunity to uh, wax poetic on Twitter this past week, uh, mostly in regards to the Anthony Davis situation about. Um, the city of Boston, uh, sports-wise, what it represents and what views it represents just according, uh, you know, that fall in line with the city itself. Uh, Boston is as racist of a city as you will ever as you will ever go to, ever. Um, mm-hmm. The You yep. know, we hear so much about, um, you know, black outfielders at Fenway getting bananas thrown at them, getting called monkeys and niggers all over the place. And, um, you know, the Patriots are a a microcosm of that. Why are they America's team? They're America's team because they represent racism, right? They represent, uh, you know, (laughs) and that's, that's what America is. Um, they rep, they they represent bigotry. Um, they represent the establishment. They represent, um, you know, uh, stand for the flag boy. Uh, they represent, um, Apple pie and 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 jeeps and and uh, and camo mm. hats and uh, uh, Chevy and Dodge pickup trucks and uh, country concerts well, that blossom. Well, 
golden retrievers. <laughs> go, uh, go, golden retrievers. That that's they represent all of that. Um, and uh, I, you know, just one of the first things that my dad ever taught me about sports, because um, I could not understand, you know, as a kid in the the late nineties and early two thousands, why he hated the Celtics so much. The Celtics had some niggas I fucked with. Antoine Walker was my guy. Uh, Walter McCarty was my guy. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tony Batiste. Tony Batiste? Come on, G. Uh, oh, man. So, this, this is worse, worse than I thought. <laughs> no, but never thought the Celtics were that bad. Um, you know, I would root for them in certain situations. And, and my dad was like, listen, um, you got Boston. Boston ain't it. Son, <laughs> I, I he was like, listen, I want you to. They need a little chief. He was like, I want you to grow up and go wherever you want and do wherever you do whatever you want to do in life as long as it ain't in Boston because it is not a place that is built for us. And their sports franchises and their fans are representative of the attitudes of the city. And I've always I've internalized that. And as I got older, I was actually able to witness that. So that's what the Patriots is, and. um Tom Brady, he's the GOAT. Yeah, you know, all well and good. But, uh, you know, I, I hate his face because he hates me. He hates me, and he's never seen me before. I don't so, know. I saw him dance to one Amigo song one time, so let's not make <laughs> sweeping generalizations. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> speaking of sweeping generalizations, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, Liam Neeson. This is what... I yeah. really truthfully needed to get into on this show. And that's the whole, this is this topic right here is the entire reason that I am playing hurt on this pod right now. Um, be, just because of the fucking ridiculousness of this fucking story. When it, it when it came out, <laughs> when it came out, when I was at work on Monday, I almost didn't believe it. Like I thought it was from like the national Enquirer or the daily sun or one of those tabloids or something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is a, let me whew, this is a let doozy. me break it down. I really do. Our yes, our one one of our white kings. Uh, uh I don't know about uh, yeah. He I was guess. okay. Um, I I, you know, I think every at least every male has had a Liam Neeson movie or two that they really fuck with. Um, and you know, he's got a particular set of skills, all that good shit. Um, I, he was he was one of those people. Um, that black people for some reason really fucked with. I I don't know why. Obviously, to hindsight being twenty twenty, um, yeah. kind of like Sandra yeah. Bullock, who we discussed on on the two pods ago. Like, yeah, well, she had, well, she adopted a black guy who played yeah. in the NFL. Okay, here we go. Like here we go with that again. But like, <laughs> that wasn't a film. That was a documentary. <laughs> but one of those actors that black people really fuck with inexplicably, and the inexplicable. This uh, is definitely going to continue uh, with this after this latest story dropped. So this man was doing the, a press tour uh, promoting whatever the fuck his new movie is called. I have sure it has something taking, to do with taking people. six. <laughs> it just sure it has something to do with killing people. Um, and uh, he gets asked a question pertaining to, I think, revenge. Or, or or it wasn't even revenge. It was. I see. I don't even know what the question it, it, was. It, yeah, it was. The interviewer asked him something akin to, "What, 
what did you draw off of or what what you know what did you you know bring forth from your soul in order to prepare to play this part again it this was a literal twitter meme it was a little literal nobody colon space 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 and then liam neeson just letting it fly so (laughs) this man just came just came out the blue like like this this was was an rko out of nowhere yes this is literally what it was so they basically essentially asked him what did what did you draw off of to get ready for this part and this nigga I'm sorry, nigga is the wrong term right now. Yeah, I, yeah, this yeah, man right. proceeded to go on a spiel, and I mean a spiel, a, a, a complete diatribe, a soliloquy about how Ooh. one time he really wanted to kill some niggas. This is a, uh, it reminded me of a, uh, you guys are familiar with a song called Hot Nigga, in which there the, rap, yes. the artist, Bobby Shmurda, proceeded to tell on himself and everybody free bobby free rowdy free gs9 um tried to tell on everybody um yes himself and around so this was a very similar situation in which this nigga came out of nowhere i was like you know what let me snitch on myself real quick um let me, let me fuck my money up if if this man he could have taken his story to his grave grave and nobody would have ever known ever nope. nobody would have asked it would have never come up never nope. but liam neeson essentially being a uh a ramen noodle pot of racism that should just leave on the stove for too long. His his racism, his hatred, his bigotry just boiled over. He just couldn't contain it no more. <laughs> the steamboat pot great, great pop. So he proceeds to tell this long story. Here's the thing: this was not a one, two, three sentence answer. This man goes on for minutes about how back in the day he had a friend that got raped. He asked his friend, first question, was the guy black? First question, was the guy black? Not, are you okay? (laughs) Not, what do you need? What can I do to help or what? Was the guy black? She said, yes, that nigga took to the streets. And he proceeds to tell a story about how for two consecutive weeks, he walked into town with an instrument for bludgeoning. I forgot, what is it called? A kosh. A kosh! Basically a like kosh. A, a, some sort of a stick. Like, he doesn't look around with a goddamn bat like he was fucking Robinson Cano. Uh, so he, like he was Kurt Schilling. Looking oh, for a... <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, go. He goes into town for two... This was not like a one-time, like, a heated a moment like Dave Chappelle, I'm not crying, it's the adrenaline moment. <laughs> Nah, this for, was uh. For, well, let me let me uh. What am I doing today? Let me check my calendar. Uh, walking around looking for niggas. All right, okay, all right. He <laughs> goes uh, next week too. He goes into town, and he said that at that point he was consumed by revenge, and all he wanted to do was kill the first black person, the first nigger that he could, whether or not that nigger had anything to do. With the rape itself, he he literally he said, said he, he was, was looking for an excuse. He wanted a black person to look at him the wrong way so that he could beat them to death. That's wild. During Just Black literally. fucking History Month, when we should be celebrating the likes of Murphy Lee, 
okay? And Tyrone Wheatley. Yep, niggas like Ricky Davis. Uh, Ricky Davis. Uh, Ruben Stutter. Uh, Lorenz Tate. Niggas like leg- <laughs> legends in the game. Uh, so we're talking Lorenz about Tate's, Lorenz Tate's brother, who you know but don't exactly know his name, he was in Barbershop. Yep. Tate, 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 brother too, my nigga. But instead of these, these legends, we're talking about Liam Neeson on a, on a on a scavenger hunt to beat down black people. <laughs> this is man, listen, this is this ain't it. And the thing was, he knew he fucked up. Like, so as he got done telling the story, he sat there and was like, "Oh shit!" He literally was like. Oh wow! I can't believe I just said that. I can't. While wow, the entire room is sitting there, like, and, are you serious? And then his co-star in the movie who was sitting next to him. Lex looked at him and said, "Holy shit!" So that was an imagine. That was an indicator for our boy that uh, you you done fucked up, my boy. You imagine just- being his PR person, Wes, my man's with a PR degree. What would you do? As, as soon as soon as I heard the first, as soon as we got down that little path. I'm running over and punch him in the face. Pull <laughs> on himself. I'm kicking. I'm drop kicking the tape recorder. Uh, if the reporter had a tape recorder, if there's a camera, I'm, I'm taking a camera. Um, pretend like none of this ever happened. Uh-huh. Never talk about this again because you, you, the one thing you can't do in the game is talk about how you trying to beat up niggas. That's one thing you can't do. Not just beat up niggas. You had a, de- innocent niggas. A, a, a desire to beat up innocent niggas. Innocent. Innocent. And so obviously, uh, shit got fucked up. Game got fucked oh, up. Oh, oh no, we we skipped over a, a part two in the story. Is oh. so he got to the point where he said he he eventually stopped look going out. Oh yeah, he thought about revenge and realized that if if he did this, and there would be retaliation. And, and and he got to the concept, or he got to the theory that that revenge is kind of he gets revenge. And so he got past that. He was able to get past that, and he learned that revenge is bad. Yep. And and which is in a vacuum is a good thing to say, but after you say about motherfucking beating up innocent black people, it didn't have nothing to do with the racism. It was you don't come to you don't come to any realization that, that you know what maybe beating up random black people because some black person allegedly did wrong. That 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 didn't, there's no there's no rationalization behind that, Liam. And uh, yeah, and um, that's that's the conclusion he came to, like. In his mind, he got done telling that whole story and was like, yep, this is it. This is it. This is all I need to come to. Uh-huh. So he uh, he then uh, somehow parlays this into an appearance on Good Morning America. Where? <laughs> so, so. We need, look, look, look. <laughs> we need to invest more money into BET because I would like to be openly racist toward <laughs> whites and other races. I'd like to be rewarded with some sort of a uh, talk to Arsenio, uh, talk to AJ and Free. Oh yeah, uh, so, uh, uh, I, I got some oh yeah. Well, AJ is uh, AJ has been quite problematic. Apparently, he he's got a what? Yeah, he, yeah, he caught a caught a Me Too situation. Apparently, he was sexually harassing some women. Uh, so well, uh, yeah. uh, let me let me remix that real quick. Uh, invite me on with uh, Roxy and Terrence. <laughs> That'll work. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, but um, yeah, so he goes on Good Morning America to uh, clean up the story, and he says, uh, "Oh no, I'm not racist. Uh, nope, not racist. Uh, you know, I just had I had a bad moment. I learned from it. Uh, I, I reached deep within myself, and I figured out that uh, 
revenge is bad. And uh, I learned from it, and it was a long time ago. Uh, I purged it by uh, power walking. And I, I don't remember who the interviewer was. I think it was Robin Roberts. She was like, was Robin Roberts, yeah. she was like, power walking. It's like, yep, power walking, actually. Huh. You know what? Well, I can speak to that. Whenever I have, <laughs> have thoughts, like I, uh, uh, I remember one time um, my Lakers lost in the finals and uh, to the Pistons. It was 04, and Larry Brown was the coach. Yeah. And so I remember I used to be around uh, in middle school looking to beat up any white person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Lakers lost. But then, you know what? I walked around the school. I walked outside to the bus stop. And through that walking, I overcame my racism. So I can understand exactly what Liam Neeson went through. <sighs> you know. Fuckers. Manless. <clears throat> um, yeah. And uh, the worst part about all this, uh, my L of the week number two, it's not even going to Liam Neeson. It's going to Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, oh boy. Now, listen. We, uh, we have not had too many super deep discussions i believe we had discussion on maybe the second or third pod about problematic white latinas uh uh yeah it was it was early conversation yeah yeah Yeah, well we we were discussing uh sabrina claudio and uh problematic white latinas and michelle rodriguez falls directly into that category so this woman letty uh from the fast and furious uh, he should have. St- my my man's Vin Diesel should have stayed with the Brazilian chick. This, mm, ah, almost. Ooh, okay. Let me let me bring it back before I get problematic. Yeah, yeah, calm calm down now, <laughs> don't, don't do that. This woman decided that the correct response to this Liam Neeson situation, who I guess she starred in movies with, was to say, "There's no way Liam can be racist." He had a makeout scene with Viola Davis, and he did you see how far he stuck his tongue down her throat? No white guy could ever kiss somebody that he hated in that manner. Oh, that checks out too. I can't can't argue that. Now, we can just talk about this on the surface level, that that is just an incredibly ignorant comment, that you are saying he's not racist, despite all the, the facts that we have. Hashtag facts don't matter. Despite all the facts that we have, you decide that he's not racist because he had a makeout scene with a black woman. Shout out to our black queen, Viola Davis. Salute Viola Davis. A choreographed scene. It's not like he went out his way. Yes. Go do so, this. So that's that's practically obligated kiss. Yes. That is issue number one. That you are just literally that stupid to believe that that absolves him from any racism. Issue number two: the historical implications of white women. A white men having some type of physical, mm-hmm. sexual um, relationship involvement with black women, um, despite the fact that they clearly hated them and didn't even think they were human. Slave uh-huh. masters raped black women for hundreds and hundreds of years. Does it mean? Did it mean that they liked them? No. It meant it meant that they want they wanted to assert their dominance over them and fulfill all of their sexual desires with defenseless black women who were not in a position to fight back. So Michelle Rodriguez, for you to imply that he's not racist because he kissed a black woman is literally the most ignorant statement that we will probably hear outside of president Trump, the most ignorant statement that we'll probably hear all year. So, Oh yeah. She definitely, definitely bring up the silver. 
That's why I personally haven't seen any Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. That and that, that, that alone was the only reason <laughs> why I haven't watched it. And uh, to, uh, to Liam Neeson, you know what? It, this is just, again, this is a another reminder of how deeply entrenched um, racism is in the minds and the, the consciousness of all fucking Anglo-Saxons. Of uh, uh, I was gonna say yeah, he's not American, but this is definitely an American thing. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's and because I think you know I, I remember having a conversation with someone not too long ago. It was like, oh yeah, racism's not the same, and over in Britain, I'm like, yeah, it ain't the same, but it ain't no less. <laughs> so yeah, it, 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 it did. I, 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 I mean, you talk about us being slaves until 1865, um, or 1863, three. 60, well, three was the no. Lincoln, three, yeah, three was Lincoln the got killed in yeah, was the emancipation. The war ended in sixty five. Wow, I am That's delirious right. and I am forgetting my facts right now. We need to wrap this shit up. I I am so sorry. Um, you know, us being enslaved until you know eighteen sixty three or eighteen sixty five. You know, war or the the document, and you know, still having all the issues today that we have. Let's talk about. Um, England and other European countries colonizing African countries and African nations all the way up into the fucking nineteen sixties. Yep, nineteen fucking sixties. I was <laughs> listening to, I was listening to fucking uh, Bomani Jones podcast earlier today, and he had a guest on. Uh, I forget his name. He runs CEO of a company, but he's Indian. He was telling us how India didn't get colonized until like the nineteen nineteen. Getting get, get their nineteen fifty. So, if you you think it's bad for us, and oh yeah, it is bad for us, and 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 it will continue to be bad for us. Um, but it ain't it ain't all peaches over there neither. All right, so this racism thing is just over there. It's just a different game, you know. It 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 ain't no it ain't no worse. It ain't no better. And you know, Liam Neeson even in the interview talked a little bit about how much bigotry was taught. In, um, in you know, uh, where's he from? Ireland, uh, yeah, Ireland. um, and, and everything else, and it's really fucked up, you know, because the Irish, to a lot of people, are considered, you know, the the lowliest of the European. Um, the Irish were slaves too, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, considered to be, you know, the lowliest of 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 the European, you know, countries. So they talk all the time about being discriminated against by, you know, the Queen and you know England and all these other powers and how they were just kind of lowly and everything. So again, yep. you would think that the Irish would have some concept about being looked at differently. Um, based on where they're from or even the color of their skin. But no, still nigga. Still nigga. Yeah, still, still nigga. That's, the, that's, the, <laughs> that's what it comes down to at the end of the fucking day. Still nigga. So, I mean, it's just, it's it's really, it's it's a shame. It's a shame. And Liam Neeson ain't the only one that thinks this way. Um, he just... Of course, of course. Not. He's just, and, that, and you could tell by the reaction too, like on, on, on social media and Twitter, like, oh man, he's... You know what? Big, big ups to Liam Neeson because he felt this way and he and he admitted it, and and that's helping the problem. No, him admitting it is is good to see. Like, all right, that's how he thinks. He needs to grow from this and realize what he did wrong. And you as well need to grow from this and realize why this is why even thinking this is is, is wrong. 
So let's not big him up for for admitting some fuck yeah. shit. Uh, Call him on his facts. Uh, keep that same energy, cause imagine, imagine one of us, you know, and somebody that we love getting abused or raped or hurt by a white man, and us saying that, hey, I want to go out in the streets and kill any innocent white man that I can find. The first white man that looks yeah. at me funny, I'm gonna kill him. We'd be in jail, just based Easily. just based yeah. off of the language. And then to take it to even to another another deep level, real real quick, but like that, there's a there's like uh, I was listening to Bomani and uh, and Dragonfly Jones podcast. They both spoke on it too. But there's like there's a historical precedent behind uh, accusations against black people. Oh yeah, absolutely. And white people, white people going out and lynching people. Yep. Behind yep. Big accusations behind this. So there's a historical precedence that I guess Liam Neeson and the Irish might not necessarily be aware of. But here in America, like that, that, that shit is not. The, oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, obviously the most famous being Emmett Till, and you yeah. know the 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 lady didn't uh, admit until her until she was on her deathbed that he never. Not only did he not do anything wrong, he didn't whistle at her. He never whistled yeah. at her. Um, so, but still, yeah, um, people went out and did what Liam Neeson said he was he was, he was attempting to do. So. Yeah, so. Uh, it uh, it's uh, it, it's another you know sad but not necessarily surprising story, um, and and this is again this is this is what we deal with, um, this this is what we deal with, what we've been dealing with, you know, ever since we were forced to come to this country, and it's what a lot of other you know Afro peoples deal with all over the world, um, so you know next time before you know you want to let your racism show. Um, white people, uh, just at, at least at least consider what's coming out of your mouth. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's more helpful for us to know who the fuck you are. So, you yeah. know, I, I appreciate. I rather you. I rather you kind of kind of voice your opinion than kind of be be silent and feel some type of way. But um, yeah, basically, like you said, just watch, watch what you say, man. If you gonna say some racist shit, just chill out. But all I know is my nigga Tom Hardy. Oh, oh like no, fuck no. Tom Hart, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch oh, ain't, uh, ain't, uh, ain't, ain't, ain't pulling none of that fuck shit. Uh, I've seen Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, I've seen him uh, on Instagram with Cash Dog. <laughs> uh, so I know he's down. Oh my God. Uh, but speaking of, uh, speaking of oppression and, uh, trying to maintain cultural hegemony and, uh, uh, and uh, to suppress the voice of, uh, you know, oppressed peoples. The NBA is getting wild. And uh, oh boy. And oh, uh, yeah. everything essentially popped off with uh, Rich Paul. Shout out to Rich Paul of the land. Rich Paul. <clears throat> Rich Paul of, of, of the land. Uh, of uh, Clutch Sports with a K, uh, clearly. Um Okay, yeah, okay. a, a clearly blood gang, obviously. Um, yeah. Ooh, don't st- do not in the boardroom, of course. In the Uh, essentially coming out, letting the world know as Anthony Davis's agent, hey, I New Orleans, we ain't fucking with y'all. Uh, get us the fuck up out of here. Which has set yeah. off a firestorm and a domino effect. That has essentially taken over the entire NBA over the last couple weeks. And Wes, first of all, before we get into some of the more social implications of uh, you know, Anthony Davis getting fined, 
um, you know, all the the talk of tampering and, uh, you know, these guys signed a contract, so you need to play, you need to play it out and blah, 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 blah. As a Lakers fan, um, as the trade deadline just passed, um, Anthony Davis was not traded to the Lakers despite some wild offers um, that included literally the Lakers' whole team. Um, How do you feel about uh, the trade deadline passing without the Anthony Davis trade going through? Uh, Personally, I going into hearing his uh, trade request, I kind of figured he wasn't going to get moved. Um, at least until the summertime. Um, the main team's kind of involved in looking for him. Lakers are one. Um, it seems like the Knicks and stuff like that. But uh, another main team with a lot of pieces, interesting pieces, as the Boston Celtics, um, who aren't able to trade for Anthony Davis until the summer. So I figured the the Pelicans would like to kind of just hear, see what their see what their best offer is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as I'm seeing the the, the, the the fucking packages that are offered for Anthony Davis. Uh, I was extremely disheartened um, to see just so many fucking people getting offered uh, for my man's like Anthony Davis when he's a clearly a top five at worst player in this league. Uh, yeah, in, in it not even really fully hitting his prime yet. I think he's twenty five, maybe. What is he only twenty five? Let me let me just double check real quick. But I think he's only twenty five. So that's the, wild. Time that the amount of times that a player this good, this young, has been yes, nigga's twenty five. This nigga was born a, almost a full year after me. Yo, fuck this nigga, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the amount of times in NBA history that somebody this good, this young, has been available has been a few. You can count them on one hand. So you expect teams to kind of just throw everything at him to at at the team to try to try to get him on board. But um. It's a uh, it's a little tough. Uh, I, I could get into sportscaster mode and, and break down kind of what exactly I was upset about, but I was just uh, upset that that uh, we're offering so much and no, especially knowing that that the deal wasn't going to get well, having a feeling the deal wasn't going to get done. It was just uh, wild to see us just kind of really fucking up our team chemistry to an extent to try to appease a team that uh that fucked us. Hey fucked hey us hey, hey fuck everything you talking about. Levar Ball back. Bitch. Oh, duh. He never left. <laughs> well, he, he did leave. He left. Let's not get it uh-huh. twisted. But no, because every time I watch every single one of LaMelo's high school games and he's always sitting courtside. He never left to me. Damn it. But uh, it's, still, it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> uh Triple B's uh big triple B's in the building. Um oh, you are. Uh as listen, as soon as that trade deadline passed, LeVar was out there talking that big shit. Um Wolfing. Uh, man, listen. I'm, I, as you, as you guys, fans, may not, people may not know the podcast. I, I am a purchaser and owner of Big Baller Brand merchandise, <laughs> and I'm thinking about getting some more. <sighs> God damn it! But uh, you know, I, you know, from an outside perspective, as someone who watched my team, the Cavs, make some very nice moves uh, to set us, uh, set ourselves up for the future at the trade deadline. Um, getting rid of yeah. get, getting rid of anybody that could potentially help us win any games this year, a, uh, b, yeah, well, uh, b stockpiling draft picks and assets. Um, you know, so I, I I am very happy with how our deadline went. For you, actually, did, did you see that Kevin Love played tonight? He's oh, back. Fuck, that's at least that's at least five <laughs> oh, wins. Shit. Well, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm trying to get uh for for our basketball fan listeners, I'm trying to get Zion. 
uh, not to Cleveland. That's the goal. I, and and so I, I don't know do, why yeah. when so many of your good friends are from the Ohio, Cleveland I area. Talk about you guys' uh, happiness. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, at least I understand now, um, you know, so I, I thought it didn't have to be uh, spoken on. What I understood doesn't need to be uh, spoken about. That's what I thought it was. Uh, you know, I, I, I will I will settle uh, for uh, my man. Uh, uh, Mormont. Um, Morant. Yeah. Morant, Morant. yeah. Uh, he's nice. I'm sorry. That, that was very Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones of me. Um, I, I understand. I've, I've watched zero of it. So I, I get you, bro. <laughs> Please watch that shit, man. I, 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 I might I, do it tomorrow. I don't get you so much. Every time I go to watch it, like I, like I see an episode of SVU I've seen four times. I'm like, you know what? I don't remember every fucking detail of this, but let me let me watch right, this. So I right, listen, you gonna come back on the next pod, and you gonna have to apologize to me for putting this shit off for so long and treating uh and treating Game of Thrones like it's wild buns because it is not. It's, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch the episode when we get done. I, I thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but I don't know if I've done this episode, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, um, I, I we're gonna get Zion Williamson, so I mean, I I appreciate your support at some point this year. Yeah, he probably will come come if you guys offer him the right amount of money. I appreciate your support, but uh, you know, we're gonna get Zion Williamson, and uh, the rebuild will be completed, and uh, young boy Colin Sexton, who uh, statistically is the worst uh, rookie in the NBA, uh. Yeah, the sex man. The sex man's pretty bad. <laughs> and uh, Zion will be uh, will be good money. And uh, Chetty. And uh, yeah, uh, oh, I'm speak on the, another Cleveland Laker connection. Yeah. Um, as from a fan, Bobby watching, Portis dropped thirty tonight. Hit, I think he had and, sixteen in the first quarter. He was. Oh wild. my god. He was big wilding. Go but, Cavs. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so kind of seeing seeing uh, being adjacent to Cleveland Cavaliers fans and seeing the circus. And the nonsense that fucking comes with LeBron James over the past couple of years. Yeah, um, it was a. Uh, I, I couldn't really understand. Like I, I saw it and I understood everything that was going around, but it's different when it kind of happens to your team. Yes. So, so that that ball headed fuck came to my team, <laughs> and it just brought a whole bunch yeah. of shit and nonsense. I can't wait. I to, mean, I can't wait to tell Savannah what he does on the weekends. <laughs> oh my god, you keep coming back to this. That's you come right. back. <laughs> at sure. least, at least sure. every other episode, Mav's about to be at your door, dog. Do you was not it, understand this? Was it Miss Reed? I know. Uh, oh, I be knowing. Uh, I be oh, knowing. Oh no, Sharon Reed. If you're listening to this oh, no, podcast, those are the full name. Oh God, I was just throwing the last name out. It could be anybody. <laughs> listen, 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 Sharon Reed. If you listen to this podcast, his name is Wesley Garlic. He lives. He yep, lives. I live uh, on Main Street in Topeka. <laughs> he, <laughs> Topeka, Kansas. Fuck with he, me. He lives in Godrick's Hollow, Delaware. Uh, uh, Avenue of oh, Champions. Hey, listen, this ain't got shit oh, to do with me. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get killed out here. That's crazy. <laughs> he said that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, no, it's dude. It's it is. I will say it's relaxing not having to worry about. Your team, your entire team, potentially getting traded to deadline. We, because that is ha- uh, during LeBron's tenures. It's happened once during each of his tenures. We had two thousand eight, seven, where uh, we traded the entire team for Wally Zerbiak, Ben Wallace, um, and I can't even remember the, the two other niggas right now. That's how bad it was. 
Yeah, um, <laughs> matter that for real, but for real. but we basically traded like five people for four people, and then of course last year getting rid of D Wade, Isaiah Thomas, you know Shannon Fry, Shumpert, all of them, and bringing in Clarkson and you know Larry Nance and everybody. But it's like, dude, you before LeBron came, you had this idea that you had these young bulls, and you know you put together this really nice talent nucleus. You had Luke Walton come in, come in to hopefully develop them, and if you got LeBron. Great. You know, in by year two, they will be in the Western Conference Finals. If you didn't get LeBron, that's fine. We still have a group of young guys who is one max contract free agent away from being a contender somewhere sometime soon. Then LeBron comes in and decides that, guess what? I'm going to be here for three, maybe four years if I feel like it. And I am going to destabilize everything that you thought was true. I'm going to trade all of your young assets for my old-ass fuckboy banana boat friends, okay? Our team is going to—you're going to go from being the second youngest team in the league to the oldest team in the league. You are going to become a media circus. Everything that you do is going to be analyzed and scrutinized. You're going to go to the Western Conference Finals every year for three years and lose to Golden State. And then LeBron is going to decide— that he, after he fucked up the entire team and the entire franchise, he is going to leave you high and dry with J.R. Smith and Carmelo Anthony as your main pieces. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's really what's gonna fucking happen. Like I was, I was excited when uh when when uh big 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 uh big Bron came, well, said he was coming to the Lakers. Um, then I started seeing the vision. Um, but I still I'm still holding out hope. Um. I don't think uh, I don't think any real, real free agents really gonna come come fuck with us. Any like top tier free. I don't think Clay's coming. Um, I don't want Jimmy Butler coming. I don't want him yelling at people. Um, so nah. I guess the only avenue is kind of kind of the trade route or kind of fucking with these old vets who try and get a ring. But um, yeah. So I've, I've descended down the path of of super super excited enthusiastic Lakers fan to kind of uh, we're just gonna kind of see kind of see what it is. Um. So, I mean, I always love basketball, but this is a it's going to be a tough second half for your boy. Yeah, and this is and this is definitely, you know, and then now you got to go back out there and play after, you know, the idea was swirling for weeks that the whole team was going to get traded. Everybody. Uh, for for Anthony Davis and now y'all got to come back out and 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 come together as a unit thanks to Rondo and make this fucking playoff, right? You saw you saw what happened last night. Niggas hitting threes. We're playing good, so maybe maybe this is what we needed. We need a little kick in the ass. LeBron saying, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna trade all you niggas uh, to start playing better." But that's crazy. Like you ever like think about this kind of like from a human perspective? Like your job offers you, like your boss, not even your boss, one of your coworkers who who's, who's better at your job than you are, says, "You know what? I want you guys to go work at this other office because I want one of the one of the workers to to, uh, to come over here and kind of kind of fill your role and do and provide me better help than y'all are giving me yeah. right now." And that deal doesn't go through. Um, how you, you got to go back to work with this nigga like like shit is uh, shit yep. is sweet. It's yep. like nah, fuck you. That's one thing I do with like sports and stuff. I kind of relate it back to real life. So like, I people were giving kind of double back on like the Anthony Davis thing real quick. Like people were giving him grief, like oh you requesting a trade, you can't do that. You you signed a contract, blah 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 blah. That's like you being at your job and like you can't look for other jobs. Or you can't say you know what this right. kind of fucked up. They worked me too hard. Yep. I got to look for another job. 
but but right, let's, yeah. I'm just frustrated. I don't know why we talk about basketball. <laughs> let's talk about sports. <laughs> but yeah, man, and and you know, and just on top of that, just you know, this idea that um, the players aren't allowed to have any say in where they go and what they do. And we talked about this, uh, you know, on one of our pods, maybe the only pod that we had over the summer. Um, <laughs> we talked about how LeBron, I, his biggest impact when he finally does hang up, hang it up, is not even going to be about basketball. His biggest impact is going to be on how um, he created the era of player power. Um, you know, guys who previously, you know, were basically owned by you know these rich white owners and were completely uh, living at their will. You know, have now been empowered to actually go out. And, you know, have a say over their futures and a say over their careers. They don't, listen, these white, these old white owners are, are rich forever, um, you know, off of, you know, eating oh. off Big Bufords and shit. They're going to be rich forever. And and, oh. and their entire lineage is, is going to be rich. These athletes, these players only got a certain time period to really, really make money during their playing careers. Um, you know, obviously you got your rookie deal. You come in, that's like four years. Um, you know, you get you get one, maybe two big contracts. And then by the time you're 33, you know, for everybody but LeBron, by the time you're 33, 32, 33, you ain't getting no more than big contracts. So you so you have a seven-year window to really make money. So you mean to tell yeah. me I, I'm supposed to waste prime i'm supposed to waste some of my prime because my rich white owner doesn't want me to go nowhere or the nba wants me to be here and just wants me to shut up and again shut up and play no shut up and drew no No, fuck that yeah so uh you know and we've heard a lot of that um you know recently and um more power to these fucking players man more power to these players um we got to break yeah, and, break down the old white man patriarchy. That's, What's up? Yeah, I'm with it. Guess and Anthony Davis uh, played his first home game or played the first uh, game since those trade requests. And guess what he got? Guess what the fans did to him? Boot him. Boot wow. his ass. Wow. Be happy with what you got. Wow. Boy. They 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 booed him. Wow. That is wow. You know what? Man gave seven years of his of his of his career. Balling his heart out for a team that didn't do right by him, and y'all mad at them. You know what? That 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 says everything um, that it needs to say about this situation. Um, so uh, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm I'm deleting 2K off my system right you, now. Fuck that. You are not. Uh, you, you, you got that right. I'm up to a 91 <laughs> on my microphone. No, right. You, uh, you gonna stop wearing Gucci too? Um, I'm gonna stop listening to After Jail Release Gucci Man, maybe. Um, that's about as far as I'm going. <laughs> but uh, in terms of uh, February boycotts, ladies and gents, my L of the week, my official L of the week is going to Gucci. Um, not Gucci Mane, not our King Gucci Mane LaFleur, uh, not yeah. a big Gucci, so- not big Gucci soldier. Uh, it's going to Gucci, the uh, the well reputable fashion brand, who uh. Uh, released uh, a sweater, to to say the least, um, this this past week, which uh, it's a black sweater, long black turtleneck, which goes all the way up and around the face of uh, 
you know, whomever's wearing it uh, with a mouth hole cut out. And here's the thing. That's a, I don't know the, the problem the, that. The, 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 the sweater itself is, it's clearly, it, like, it, it was a bad idea. Because it does look like blackface, especially when it's on some pale alabaster skin. It looks like fucking blackface, man. Ain't no single number. That's a goddamn sambo mask. It looks like a sambo mask, um, you know, but I not giving them a pass, but I can see how some high fashion designer would not give a damn about black people or think about that. Um, you know, they, they're just trying to be provocative. Oh, let me make a sweater that goes up around your face. But here is the kicker. For some reason, it has red lips around the cutout mouth. <laughs> it's lipstick, bro. Don't you understand? Which, which tells me it goes from being ignorant and overlooking a, a race and their strife to saying, I'm going to make a Sambo sweater. I am going to purposely make a blackface sweater. <laughs> That's a lot. And nobody, not one person in that entire billion dollar company said this may not be it. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't get where the, where the checks are about. That's why companies need to have more black people just on staff in general, or just like I said, you could fuck with the where the hell, just tweet us your products, uh, text us, and say, hey, can you take a look at this, and we can say, yeah, this is lit, that, or uh, no, no, Liam Mason, calm down, don't do this. <laughs> no, listen, you know what? You, that is going to be our new service. Uh, it's going to come with the podcast. Uh, it, it, it's going to make it premium. Um, you, you might have to pay a you, you might have to pay a little bit more. You know, we on our Joe Budden you can, shit. Uh, release release us our, on uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, Camster. Com. Camster. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, this is flying off the rails. Very quickly. But, but um, you know, for a small additional fee. Uh, white people, you can run your racist endeavors by us, and we will let you know whether this is it, Chief. We'll let you know. Yeah. And like, even even the Gucci thing, like even <laughs> take away the the the, uh, the clear uh, sambo ness of it. This is a wild. Why am I gonna wear a fucking turtleneck that comes over my mouth? I don't want my fucking cheeks and mouth to be all warm. That's weird. <laughs> Fuck. And then jazz it up with, with, a, with a little pinch of racism. Oh my god! And, and it's just a, a dash. That's just a sprinkle. Um, just a little salt bay of racism, and it just it goes once again to illustrate a point that we talk about all the time. We are overlooked. Um, they don't really care about us. Like we are overlooked. Like we are not considered in these matters. Like, no, Liam Neeson did not give a flying fuck about any black person. Not just when the incident happened, but when he gave that interview. Yeah. Had, um, had ample time to kind of at least somebody get in his ear and at least tell him what to say the right thing, or at least come to and see what people are saying about you and seeing why what you said was wrong. But nah, same shit. Michelle Rodriguez did not give a half a shit. Gucci did not give a half a shit. And, um, you know, so again, we are, especially in black history month, 
um, which I obviously I employ everyone, you know, black or other, to go out and celebrate. I try to try to learn something every day. Um, as we say, all the memes with you know, uh, you know, so and so was the first nigga to uh, use his baby mama's um, refund check and put rims on his stagecoach. <laughs> You know, like that shit's funny, <laughs> obviously, but um, try to learn something every single day. Um, I, I, I implore everyone to go to as many events as you can. Um, you know, everyone who lives in a major city or near a major city, there are, you know, there are museums, there are uh, black theaters, um, there are all types of events, all types of programs to be able to take in and really and truthfully uh, use this month for exactly what it is for, um, the dissemination of knowledge. And dissemination of knowledge is, uh, or the or lack thereof, is one of the reasons why, you know, we as Black people find ourselves in some of the positions that we are in now. It's, it's ignorance. It's, it's not knowing. It's not knowing our history. It's not knowing not just what has happened in the past, but also what we need to do in order to move forward, to be able to uh, collaborate, to come together. Again, we talk about, you know, the government trying to destabilize the black community and prevent the rise of black Messiah. All throughout, you know, history in this country, they have always wanted to prevent us from organizing and rising up. Um, If we do, because if we do, um, we can't be stopped. And rising up is not necessarily a literal march through the streets, you know, uh, burning everything to the ground, but organizing financially, you know, organizing politically, organizing spiritually, um, you know. So please take advantage. And at the very least, if you can't make it to a ton of these events um, that are going on, um, read some books, uh, do some research, learn about somebody um you know who has who has had an impact on his community um as well as people who are currently um working to have an impact on uh on the community so um please 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 take advantage of black history month and everything that is offered um yeah that's uh we gotta save ourselves ain't nobody gonna save us that's all i got facts um Facts, big facts, everything you said. Mind you 100%. Um, my L of the week uh, was since I was cucked earlier um, in rude fashion. Um, kind of think of one kind of on the flizz eye. Um, maybe a little baby. Uh, uh, got arrested for reckless driving, which is not a good look. Um, you're a rapper. You know, we uh, after you. I think he was driving. Let's see what he was driving. He was in some sort of uh, Ferrari, perhaps. Yes. So, uh, can't be wilding out in a Ferrari. Then he, then he uh, had a burner on him. I didn't see that. I hope, I hope not. Uh, he's taken custody for failure to signal, reckless driving, and eluding police. Um, so actually, he might be my W of the. He might be my W of the <laughs> week because he didn't get didn't get murked. Yeah. Behind the traffic stop. But um, as a rapper, you know, what I'm saying as a, as a person of, uh, of of wealth and means and notoriety. You gotta gotta be on your P's and Q's, especially being young and black um, in America. Um, Baby's one of my one of my favorite newer artists uh, has come out recently. Um, stay on your shit, bro. You're good. Yeah. Uh, you pop. Yeah. And you got you so, got 
Get yourself a yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Get yourself like you got you got uh, some money now. You got enough money. Just do whatever you gonna do, but be smart about it, man. Yeah, that's the name, uh, name of the game for everybody. Be smart about it. If you want, if you want wild out, get yourself a driver. If you gonna say racist shit, don't say racist shit. Yeah, Just pretty much. It. Just um, think about it. And you know, this is uh, is you know, to all um, you know, to any prominent rappers that may be listening, uh, you know, here's here's talking to you, Gunna. Um, to to you know, any prominent rappers or non-prominent rappers or just you know all of our people in general. Um, stay safe out here, please. Cause right now, um, things is, things is looking rough. As Deezus said, we got to go extra hard this black history month. Cause it might be the last one. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm surprised that hasn't been taken off the table yet. But um, so, I mean, please be safe out here. Uh, be mindful of yourself and your surroundings. Um, have fun, have a good time. Enjoy yourself, enjoy your life, but ha- you know, Enjoying yourself and enjoying your life is does not equate to recklessness either or putting yourself in disadvantageous situations, especially when it comes to white people or law enforcement, um, you know, or shit or ICE or anybody else, you know, who clearly has it out for you. Um, you know, we say fuck 12 and all this shit all the time. Um, but if you get blurped, you know, driving illegally with a burner, you know, with some weed on you, with some whatever. Yeah, they probably had it out for you, and that ain't your fault. But fuck twelve ain't gonna do nothing in that situation. Um, you know, so so particularly, you know, talking to people like Blueface, who I don't expect Blueface to ever do the right thing in life. But you don't have face in the crib, in the face of the West Coast. Uh, Blueface uh, was detained at an airport, was arrested for trying to get a gun, uh, walked through the airport with a strap. Uh, my guy. Um, let, let he who hasn't uh, <laughs> brought the burner on your, on your uh, Southwest flight cast the first stone. Uh, 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 the, the, the shutdown is over temporarily. Um, so, you know, TSA, they back to, they back to working, my nigga. Um, I don't know how many people we've seen get blurped at airports for stupid shit. Michael Vick, uh, Joel Santana, Joel Cat Santana. Williams. I, like, why would you ever take a gun to an airport? So in that situation, no, I'm not out here screaming free blue face. That's just stupid. It's just dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, I don't know. Why I is a nigga named... Never mind. No. What, 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 what was that? that. We'll skip past that. Okay. Continue. All right. So in that case, like I said, we will always support our people, you know, especially people like 21 Savage who are wrongfully detained, incarcerated, whatever situation may be. All our, our brothers at the, uh, the, uh, the prison in, in New York, they didn't have power or heat for damn near a week. Um, in the middle of fucking winter, in, in, in the middle of winter, that's where tax was. Um, I didn't know. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, so again, we will always support, we will always fight for you, but if you gonna be stupid and that's on you. So a thousand percent. That, 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 that that's not a systematic oppression yeah. thing. That's a you're that's really make, dumb. Just be thing. smart. It's not it's not that and, difficult and, to not be dumb. Yeah. And, and and something that I really feel like needs to be said. Just because it's something that white people could probably get away with 
does not mean that you should do it and then scream free whomever when it's still a fucking crime. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if a white per- if a white person took a gun through an airport, maybe they could end up getting off with some type of probation. Just because they shouldn't get off does not mean that you should do it and then say y'all holding me back. It's still a crime. Yeah, you, it's you, a crime regardless. Yeah, that's that's the first order of business. You got to recognize what, what's what's real and what, what's a crime and what's not. What you're supposed to be doing and what you aren't supposed to be doing. It it, it, it it's it's a it comes down to that whole like R. Kelly. Uh, Harvey Weinstein shit. There's so many people saying that, you know, oh, lay off of R. Kelly. I don't see Harvey Weinstein in jail. I don't see blah, blah. Even Taraji Henson said that shit. And I'm yeah. like, so that absolves R. Kelly from everything he's done just because Harvey Weinstein's not in jail. So you mean to tell me your justification for R. Kelly kidnapping, drugging, raping uh, girls and I don't know, maybe boys too. It's because Harvey Weinstein's not in jail. I tweeted about okay. this the other day, man. What what about is is going to be the fucking death of of any uh, type of social progression and shit? It it truly is. So, oh man, on that note, man, um, that's all I got. That's all I got for this pod. Um, I I'll I'll do left, need to add another section. Left, or left it all on the line. Oh, you know, you definitely bought <clears> out. <throat> this one. We do need to add and add another segment. Uh, one of these days on just like shit that I find interesting. Yeah, shit, shit the West finds interesting. Uh, that's like, uh, yeah. A real quick one, like you, I don't understand how CDs work. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 what Yo, this could end up that this could end up that could be the one, Chief. That could be the one. Uh, how do CDs work? It's like, a I it's, get the the general gist of it, but I don't. We'll get into one of these days. We're, I'm gonna I'm get you. I'll, I'll put a list together. How, how there's a couple things in this world that kind of like really <laughs> fuck me up when you think about it. <laughs> how how do you? Uh, yeah, like you know, how do you put a how do you put a CD in? How do you put a, a DVD in or whatever? And a little laser fucking. Yeah. You know, how, reads all that. If, how does information go on plastic? Yeah. The fuck? Facts. Facts. <laughs> Um, you know, I'll, I'll look, you want to take it back to the papyrus days. You feel me? Uh, everything I go on a scroll. I got the the abacus on tuck right now, just in case niggas want to add up. Oh shit. You know what? I'm going to get a list together of shit that we need to discuss as a, as a culture, as a, as a, as a a human humanity. Well, when I have a actual, uh, breath in my lungs, uh, we can, we definitely go ahead and, uh, air that bitch out, uh, like a little John after party um yeah man but uh this has been episode 18 of beware of the ales uh a little bit shorter than um some of the some of the other ones but uh you know i had to had to go out there leave it all on the line you know uh you know i consider myself uh, a gym rat you know a, a coach on the floor um mm-hmm. you know uh sneaky, uh, sneaky athletic sneaky athletic a uh, uh, a weight room warrior you know, mm-hmm. um, Eddie World, high IQ. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely high IQ floor general. Um, yeah, you know, uh, all of that, uh, all that good stuff. So, um, I, I, I had to come out here and 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 do what I do and 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 you know lead the squad to victory. Um, so you know, for uh, oh, really quickly before we go, what's up? Uh, last, last, last thing. 
I it still kills me. It kills me that this far into the game and we are still getting these questions. You said what about ism isms are going to ruin are gonna ruin any societal progress. You are correct. Still seeing white people say, What about White's History Month? <sighs> oh, so so what about every month ever? All right. Every month of every day. And white people white people do this. Black people, Black people do that. Yes. Um, it's white people have, if they are not the center of attention at all times, it kills them. They are literally yeah. like a popular teenage girl in high school. If it is not, if if it's not on, the, they're Diddy in the Mo Money Mo Problems video. If the camera is not on them yeah. at all times, they don't know what to do. Somehow. Everything has to relate to the white experience. Not everything yeah. is fucking about you, especially not Black History Month. You don't need to worry about how where you fit into Black History Month. You're good. Let it go. Let it go. Relax. Relax. This shit is not for you. It was not created for you, nor do you need it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, just chill out, mind your business. Like, like it's, it. but as you know, white people hate minding their business. But this yep. is it. Mind your fucking business. Let us have our short month, our twenty-eight fucking days to enjoy <laughs> and to revel in everything that our culture has created. There, right? If you wanna, if you wanna come and come to us, kind of, kind of asking, what is this? Can I learn more about this? Teach me this and that. That's perfectly fine. That's acceptable. That was what we want you to do. But if you're coming at like, oh, why do you guys have this? It's not fair. Duh, 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 duh. That's where you got your shit. From. I cannot tell you how many times in my life a white person has told me that's not fair. Um, with me laughing in their face. Really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Really frustrating. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. It is. But um, there's again, in anybody with a a half of lick of sense or, you know, a half of percentage of perspective can understand why we need this and you don't. Um, Super lastly, um, something that has brought me joy, um, I saw on Twitter, uh, essentially... Hamster? Hamster (laughs) Hamster.com? No, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, middle class to lower class white people who voted for Trump are upset because their tax returns have not been what they thought they were going to be. Um, they, they, Duh, they, <laughs> they voted for Donald Trump because of his so-called progressive tax plan when we all knew all he was doing was saving the 1% and throwing the hammer down on us, the middle and lower classes. And Stupid. when I say there's been tweet after tweet talking about, oh, I, I only voted for Donald Trump uh, because of his tax plan. And I got back six hundred dollars less than last year. And uh, I won't be voting for him again in 2020. This man lies about everything. He is. You talk about a pathological liar, a habitual line stepper, habitual line stepper. This man lies about shit that you don't even have to lie about. Like. And that's what makes it so fucked up. Like, you yeah. you can look up at the sky and be like, oh, the sky is blue. No, the sky's yellow. Yeah. 
It's yellow. What are you talking it, about? Some, it, some, people, some people say it's yellow. It's, I think it's, it's yellow as well. It's yellow. I personally peed on it myself outside of uh, out my window in Air Force One. I made it yellow. Everything's yellow. Like. Yeah, the boy's wild. And, and like, <laughs> that's one of the things. Like, when he first got elected, uh, somebody directed me uh, to the Twitter account Trump Regrets. So that, that's where people will be, will be tweeting out <laughs> or tweeting at Donald Trump over just anything. Oh, man, I I, I voted for you because of this, and I'm really disappointed, and I'm not going to do it again. So I've been fucking with Trump regrets for, I guess, over two. This nigga's been president for two. Y'all niggas really elected a nigga <laughs> with no political experience. Yeah, yeah. This shit is so frustrating. Every time you think about it just at, at its basic level, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Um, and we will uh, on one of these pods, we'll we'll talk some legit politics. But uh, you know, again, like y'all knew what y'all was voting for, and y'all sacrificed humanity, and 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 blatant bigotry and racism, and hate a hate-filled orange man for what you thought was going to be a half a tax break or a wall that was going to keep the Mexicans out. Uh, to prevent y'all, pr- to prevent us from losing jobs that y'all don't want anyway. Y'all fuck, mm. Yeah, let me. Uh, um, I'm scared of the Mexicans coming up and uh, taking my job in St. Paul, Minnesota. We need this wall. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um, and uh, this is what y'all get. So listen. So we gonna suffer as black people. Um, we will laugh and we will cry. Uh, we will laugh and we will uh, we will eat your tears like Cartman on an episode of South Park with Scott Tennerman. Um, Bob Barker, white people, come on down. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So that, uh, oh shit. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Um, I'm delirious. Um, oh, no, Eddie, no Eddie Murphy, because that shit was problematic as fuck. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it's probably about that time to sign off. Um, this may be the last. This may be the last y'all ever hear from me. So, uh, it has been a pleasure to serve you guys. Prayers up. Um, you could send me uh, money through Cash App or Venmo to, to send to Austin. Um, I oh, will he, definitely. He'll make he'll make sure I get it. Don't worry. Of course, yes. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, signing out. Uh, your boys, Uptown Ace Boogie, ain't that Wes? Uh, follow the show. Uh, at Beware the L's on Twitter, Apple Pod, SoundCloud. Beware the L's. Like, rate, share, subscribe, retweet. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, shout out. Uh, but right before we go, shout out to uh, our many Democratic presidential candidates um, right now. Everybody. That's, that's popping off from uh, Ness, from uh, not Nancy Pelosi, but from uh, Kamala Harris to Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Cory um, Booker. to uh, Bernie, to uh, possibly Uncle Joe Biden. We still holding out hope for that. Um, uh, uh, Beto. Uh, where the fuck Beto chilling in a cut? He chilling in a cut like Fredo. He waiting, boy. But uh, he was on. He was on Oprah the other day, I think, or he was on some TV show yeah. the other day. Um, so uh, shout out. So regardless of what happens, um, going forward over these next irregardless <laughs> these next two years, we will have the opportunity to go out, do y'all fucking research, to go out and pick the right candidate to hopefully get this country back on a halfway decent track. But we know as black people, it ain't never really been on the right track. So, see ya. Beware the else.